Every journey begins in the mind. <laughs> a flight of imagination. A vision of what might lie across the universe. Or within the deepest regions of the subconscious. Dr. Edward Pretorius is about to embark on such a journey. <laughs> it's out of control. You've got to turn it off. Something's coming. Welcome to the latest episode of the podcast that wouldn't die. I'm your host, Kevin. With me, as always, is Aaron. I've had three and a half hours sleep. Just sharing. Perfect. It'll seem like I'm intoxicated, but I am not. It's ginger so, ale. That's all there is. So standard is what you're saying. Ah, uh, sweet Jesus. Okay, this week we'll be doing the science fiction horror classic from Beyond, starring <laughs> Jeffrey Combs and That's Barbara Crampton. Need. Barbara Crampton. She was in porn, right? No, she was not. Because that was not. level of acting is so porn esque. She did eventually go on to uh, soap operas. I was going to say, 90s. I was going to say, because the order goes porn, soap, TV, that's, movies. That's that's not, that is not how it works at all. That's how it is in my book. Absolutely. Yeah. So she g- obviously had, had motivated herself to move just beyond porn. She was Very little, upsetting. She was a little too comfortable having her boobuses uh, uh, flailed about and groped by a monster. Well, we're, we're going to talk about this. Uh-huh. Trust me. Trust me. Um, give us the 30-second synopsis of From Beyond. All right. Uh, <laughs> Take your time. Can you even do a 30? Okay. Scientists working on evolving the penal gland. Pineal <laughs> gland. Pineal gland. Uh, like, supposedly, that's where your third eye is, you know, for the psychic powers and all of that. Yeah. Uh, except that, of course, it all goes terribly wrong. Someone loses their head. Someone goes to the mental hospital. Uh, doctors, hey, he might be onto something. Hey, guess what? Let's turn on the machine. Hey, I'm addicted to the, the crazy machine, and I want to dress in, in bondage and <laughs> beat my own Christian whatever the 60 shades of, of tuberculosis or whatever. Yep. Christian Gray. Christian Gray. Yep. And then, uh, of course, uh, there's a love connection, self-sacrifice, the end. The heroine ends up at the loony bin. The end. That's all you need to know. Oh, my God. It's all you need. Well, okay. I, now, let me just ask you this. Please. How do you think I felt about this movie? I don't think you liked it, if I had to guess. <laughs> Wrong! You loved it? I love this movie! <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus. It is just... I mean, it's it's not too overly porny. It's very porny, but not too porny. It's kind of a splash of the porn. It's kind of... It's not, <laughs> ra- it's not too rapey. It's not too violent. No. The violence is... It's very camp. So yep. this could be totally something where you would go to the midnight movies yep. and you'd be yelling at the screen. It's just that perfect where it's so bad it's good. And it what they weren't trying to be bad. 
If you if you see our sisters Tara and Megan, just mention the pineal gland, and they'll know exactly what you're talking about. I think next time we see them, we, we just get this little appendage Trust out me. of our forehead. They will know. Oh. They will know. It's a sad oh, situation. I already can tell you what my best scene is. Well, let's let's not get ahead of ourselves. Had you <laughs> had you ever even heard of this movie before? It's who can tell? Barbara Crampton and, and Mr. Combs. They're in so many of these. They kind of start to blend together. I, I like that he's Mr. Combs now. Because I couldn't remember his first name. <laughs> Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Very okay. good. Jeffrey Combs. Well, you did say it like two minutes before, so it's, um, it's not. It's still there a little bit. I I had I vaguely remember watching this. I think it was like on a Saturday night, five p.m. on KTLA, kind of heavily edited, heavily edited. Obviously, me thinks were you watching it with mom and dad around the dinner table? No, it's I I have these these memories of nobody's home. Like it's it's you know evening into night, no one's home yet. Whatever, people are off doing things. So I'm home alone, and the house just gets progressively darker and darker. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because people people aren't turning on the lights because it's just me. Because it's you, um, and you can't be bothered to get. And out. I can't be bothered. And then you're just flipping channels of the thirteen we had. Yeah, no, it's and... twelve because there's no number one. Oh, you're right. You're right. Um, and, and so this is what was on. I re- I distinctly remember. But let's more... back up for a moment. Yes, please. We used to have the movie channel. But what happened? Why did the movie channel get returned and we're back Wait, to 12 channels? Yes, we were. I was watching The Jerk when I was seven years old <laughs> and I started quoting it to the local clergy. And, and you just can't do that. You no can't, can do. You can't walk up to the priest and say, they call me shithead around here without there being severe ramifications. And that was the ramification. It's a sad situation. Back to 12 channels. That's right. Um, and I, I, have, I have the distinct memory of poor Bubba Brownlee getting killed by the bees. All right. I don't know. That's what I remember. Let me ask you this question. Yes. Who's that dude? Why, why do I know him? He is a very famous actor known primarily for the 1970s George Romero classic Dawn of the Dead. The the original? Oh no, that's not of the Living Dead. So right. Dawn of the Dead. Dawn okay. of the Dead. Wow. He was he was Peter, uh, the African American SWAT team guy who goes with them on the helicopter to the mall oh, where they God. hold out, and I he think... survives. Spoiler alert. They tried to t- turn it around and not kill the black guy as help was arriving. Well, it's crazy. That up. Oh, it's crazy. He's in Dawn of the Dead, he doesn't look that big. In this movie, he looked like he was about 6'9". I don't know if the other actors are just dwarves. He or did. What... He, he looked did. huge. I thought, he, I thought you were going to tell me he was like a sports dude. Like a football player or a basketball player. Because he was a giant. He was. He was big. But again, go back and watch Dawn of the Dead. He looks, you know, he's tall. But in this movie, he could be, you know, Wilt Chamberlain or somebody. It's, exactly. it's ridiculous. Wilt still. All right. Well, let me, on, on uh, here's a non sequitur for you, please. Uh, before Rona hit hit town, yes, uh, the local community theater did Night of the Living Dead, where they would do a different scenario after each act. Like, what if the black guy didn't get killed? 
I, well, it was very popular in Bakersfield, I imagine, right? Oh my god! But they did so <laughs> many versions of it. We were, yep. like, we were like, "What the hell?" And then, of course, the local community actors want to come out and talk to you. I hate and that. I hate that. And, and we were like, "Get the fuck out of here!" We were trying to figure out to escape, but they blocked our exit to our car. That's like, what they do. It was that of the living dead. That's what they do. This, I mean, this is a okay. As some of you may know, I was a drama major. I was in plays in college. I was in plays in high school. I was in plays in high school. You can't that, tell from my ham bone. But, but that being said, there's nothing worse than going to community theater production. And then you're like, God, this sucks. To leave at the end indiscreetly. And they literally have a barricade of all the entire cast waiting to, to thank you for coming on your way out as you're going like, this is the worst piece of crap I've ever seen. And now I have to look you in the eye and say, oh, nice job. Amazing. Great job. I never thought of that. Oh my God. Yes. And when you get into the theater and you realize the only other people, cause I brought like seven people. I, I'm like, let's go do it. Yeah, support local theater. And we get in there and we realize the only other people in the audience were boyfriends, girlfriends, mothers. Absolutely. I went to, <laughs> And, and the theater is almost empty. Of course. we. Becky and I went up to Cambria. This is right after mom and dad had bought their first oh, place. Lord, and we're like, one of those. we're like, what are we going to do? And there's a place called the Pewter Plow Playhouse. <laughs> we're going to get sued. And they were, and, <laughs> you're right. And they were doing a production of Shot, A Shot in the Dark. Which I was vaguely familiar with. So, man, that sounds like fun. I love the shot in the dark. Was it just like the movie? Well, how was the Peter Sellers character? It's okay. We're, we're going on all sorts of tangents. Uh, <laughs> there was a play called The Shot in the Dark that was very popular. Okay. Blake Edwards took the play and said, hey, I'm going to make this a Clouseau movie so I can get Peter oh, Sellers. Yeah. So now, it, you know, he kind of, the basic plot is the same, but then it's a lot of, Peter Sellers doing Peter Sellers things, but that's neither here nor there. Peter Sellers was uh, not in this production. Let me tell it you, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't have the Sellers vibe. It did not. It was. It, they were having a ball. The cast. It was. It was basically there. All their friends were in the. People were like, just like standing ovation, cheering them. When somebody would come on stage, it was like encore, encore. Somebody walked on stage. It was like. Bravo! It was like Kramer from <laughs> Seinfeld. It was like, I'm like, who the hell is this guy? Audience erupts. Oh, yes. Ah! Amazing. Is that Willie? <laughs> Willie. <laughs> and you're like, oh, my God. And there was two. And of course, because it's Cambridge, the entire cast are 95 years old. Except, <laughs> except, strangely enough, two actors. One was like 25. One was like 30. Okay. And I'm like, why are they in this? So Becky and I are looking at each other in this horror show. And then again, <laughs> we're trying to sneak out. And they, they cornered, because again, they knew everybody else. They were like, who are these like, strange people coming? And they're like, oh. They're like, strangers. Let's go get them. Sweet, sweet brain. Totally. And, <laughs> and, and the, as an actor, the one thing I never mastered was lying right to their face. Oh, it was beautiful, convincingly. Couldn't do that. So I'm just like, oh, oh thanks. So I had this tense look on my face. Oh, thank you. Anyway, this is neither here nor there. How did we even get down this road? So what do you say? Great effort, or was it like in Thirty Rock? Your hair—you look so pretty. That's what. That's what it was. (laughs) The lighting was amazing. Sweet Jesus, (laughs) shall we? Shall we talk about From Beyond? For God's sakes, 
Oh my god. Um, I, let's go to the there's highlight. So many, there's so many good things about from the Beatles. We I have to say this before we get started because basically the mad scientist has created a machine that will stimulate your pineal gland in your head, which will allow you to because there's evidently creatures that are among us all the time that we're unaware right. of. But and they're unaware. Right. Of us. They're right. Like, a, is it a different dimension? It's something like that. Something? It's in like another. It's like a, a sister dimension that we're among them. They're among us, but we're unaware of each other until you turn on this machine, it stimulates your pineal gland in your forehead, and then suddenly you're you become aware of these like fish blob things floating around, and they become aware of you and start attacking you. So it just seems now, like a bad. Move. What were what were the the octopus? Uh, the it's like a jellyfish. Things, jellyfish. Yeah. What were they eating before? Who the? I, what am I? I didn't write this. Who what the hell knows? A, who, I, I think that who was that dude who used to broadcast uh, from out in the desert from a bunker? You only got it like late at night on AM radio. Fuel Hauser? I don't know. Fuel Hauser. Could be. Coast to coast, coast to coast. I can't remember the name, but he was, he'd always have people with, you know, parallel universes, right. aliens, and all that. He so, would know about this. So, but, but let, let, let's just say so the pineal gland eventually springs forth from like a butthole in the middle of your head. Yes. It literally looks like a hairy anus. And then this long, no, stringy, like, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's like a not, tube worm a squirts out of your forehead. It's like a Q-tip, so it's blobby yes. on the end with a, with, yes. I don't know, an eye? No. It sucks. What is that? No, it, it is literally like a, a like weird antenna the... comes out of your forehead. Because when you turn on the machine, it stimulates your pineal and makes it bigger and bigger and bigger until it literally bursts out of the front of your head. And it wiggles around. And it, and it wiggles around. Back. Like yes. a bot fly. It has an antenna that pops out and crawls back Th That in. is correct. So the issue is, is that, <laughs> okay, Crawford Tillinghast is Jeffrey Combs. He's like the hapless assistant, essentially, who works for a crazy sex fiend S&M scientist who, when who they has, turn on... Who has the most unusual body hair pattern yes. that I have ever seen. I need to do a book on men and their body hair. Well, he rolls in there. He's like, oh, you know, the, the experiment works, doctor. The experiment works. He rolls in there wearing, like, Mr. Furley's robe with yeah. a crazy, like, dragon on it, like, satin. And it's like, what is happening? And the moment he's in there getting hit with, like, the, the waves from the machine, he is basically like, oh, Oh my goodness. This is amazing. This it, is the it, best feeling. It's some kind of an erotic stimulant. It there is. Was some, there were some uh, erection references uh, oh. uh, later it, on. Yes. Too many, as far as I'm concerned. Too many. So that, it, it stimulates the pineal gland and a few other glands, if you must know. Um, so when Crawford is like, we need to turn this off, creepy Dr. Praetorius is like, oh no, no, we can't do that. And then something happens off camera where Praetorius is attacked by something and gets his head bitten off. Right. So now the cops think Crawford is the murderer. I gotta interrupt. Please. He, so Crawford tells the police, 
they bit his head off like a gingerbread Zoom man. Looks the ba- <laughs> down the barrel of the camera. Zoo man bit his head off like a gingerbread man. <laughs> I was like, what? I wrote that down and underlined. I'm like, what in the hell is happening? Yep, yep. So he's at the psycho ward, and then a new doctor who's, who's done a lot of work with crazy ass patients. I don't know what her area of expertise. She's so schizophrenic. Something like that. And she's like, well, why don't I take the, you know, Crawford back to the haunted house and we can recreate the experiment. We just see it, you know, just rule this out. And B- Detective Buford Bubba Brownlee just shows up. He's like, hey, I'm going too. We're all going to go to the haunted house to look at the crazy machine. And then the fun begins, evidently. Uh, and then there's just everything's weird everything is weird how when they go into the house it looks like it's like a QAnon fortress (laughs) I thought the white supremacists were going to be in there there's like 200 American flags including the don't tread on me I noticed that I wrote that down it's like the only paintings up there is America is this this in Canada or the Ukraine or something Yes, it was basically Ruby Ridge up there. I don't was, know what was, was happening. Ru- it was Ruby Ridge, uh, S&M, uh, Sex Dungeon. Okay, I have to, I have to jump in because there is a lot of crazy <laughs> S&M in this movie. And I, I was reading up the short story that this movie is b- based upon. Is, literally is, it, seven, is it based on a true story? It's based on a true story. It is seven, <laughs> it is seven pages long. And, uh-huh. and shockingly enough, not even a hint of S&M anywhere. Well, that does surprise me. Shocking. Shocking. H.P. Uh-huh. Lovecraft didn't have anything about bondage and discipline? I mean, maybe in his personal life, but not in this damn story. Because <laughs> they're hitting it hard. It's literally like they walk into some room with, like, shackles and, like, a trapeze. Oh, yeah. and... It's it's uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. It's Fifty Shades of Grey. It's exactly what you think. Nothing... Nothing too crazy, but it's a sex dungeon. It's a sex dungeon. And it's literally like, I mean, in Dr. Praetorius, he know Christian Grey. Let's be honest. He is not. Again, the most fascinating pattern of hair. A lot on the shoulders, oh, yeah. I noticed. Yes, absolutely. He's, he's got like basically a buffalo hump up there. Or it's just full... <laughs> <laughs> it's more like a buffalo cape where because it cause yes. seems to cover his shoulders to keep him warm. It's yeah. a sweater. It's a sweater. That's exactly what it is. Um, I, I guess they felt like, well, we have to justify why Dr. Praetorius is trying to build this machine in the first place. I guess. Well, first of all, the third eye and second sight, why would he think that would give him a hot boner and <laughs> I mean, are these the Cenobites we're trying to tap into? Well, Crawford makes some comment like, well, you know, (laughs) the earth, earthly pleasures no longer are doing it for him as much anymore. That is the Cenobites. Someone just needs to give him the puzzle. It is absolutely true. It's it's a horror show. (laughs) Uh, God. And when he comes back and it's now he's naked as a jaybird, but slimy. <laughs> Furry yes, and I slimy. saw you saw his butt. He had a surprisingly really good butt. And again, pushing sixty. The rest of them you can throw out. Yeah. Pushing sixty at, at, at the least, for God's sake. Uh-huh. So you see, you see his full backside. Maybe had a body double. Oh yeah. Can we hope for that. I don't know. Uh, that might. Have, I, I'm hoping that's a body double because actually, I don't know. It was a pretty amazing. It was a Bruce Willis quality. 
<laughs> that that's exactly what they were going for. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> um we are well in section or as I like to call it, what the hell is this? Um yeah. I, I literally wrote down crazy S and M and underlined it. Oh sweet oh, Jesus! I, I, can I just jump in? Do we have to go in order? No. Can I just shout, shout random out random because that's what this movie the, is. The best part of the whole movie yes. is when Jeffrey Combs is fully turned into I don't know a dude who looks like he has a flesh turban. Yes, and and the pineal gland. I don't Flopping know dog around. dog wiener coming out of his head. Yep. And and his girlfriend goes up and just bites it off. Yes. Yes! Well, well, he, that was the best. He is basically like Dr. Jekyll, where it's like half the time he's totally rational and cool, and the other times he's nuts. Um, I wrote down half the time he looks like he's Norman Bates. Right. Well, he, yes. So she, oh God. So the doctor, I'm trying to figure out what her name is. Barbara Crampton in this movie. Uh, she, she is now because they turn on the machine, and now she's kind of intoxicated with it now. Yeah, so now she's addicted to it. You know, so there's now that she's addicted to it, she's going into the to the S and M room and putting on like leather bustiers and straps and all sorts. Of, people oh, are like, yeah. smelling the, the glove. I thought it was oh. Spinal Tap. Smell the glove and diddle yourself. Don't smell the glove. That's Don't my advice. Smell the glove. <laughs> um, so in, in one of his fugue states, Crawford literally chains her up. While she's like, no, no, don't do that. And he literally leans in, leans his forehead into her mouth. It's like, it's like he wanted her to bite it off. That's the question. You couldn't have been, couldn't have been any closer. You know what I'm saying? Oh it was fantastic. Oh, sweet Jesus. She just, and she chews. She chews. Goes up, bites it right off, which caused him to go, oh, well, damn. Now I'm okay. Now I'm okay. Thank goodness Except you bit I, I that still, thing. Yeah. Pop that's it. Oh, sweet Jesus. He there's a there's a great scene. <laughs> he is he's at the, the psycho ward, bald head because a creature came and tried to like swallow his head. Right. Basically. He just polished the dome. Polished the dome clean. He was like Howie Mandel, basically. <laughs> uh, and then he went to the psycho ward and he, and he escapes. And the doctor finds him. This is a different doc, Dr. Block. Finds right. him in some room. Where he found a bucket of brains. Sweet, sweet brains. Is this a thing? Here's my bucket of brains that I keep oh, at the yeah. psychiatric hospital. So using his, his third eye senses, I guess anything pink is delicious. So in this case, it was some Abby normal brain in an old bucket. <laughs> it was, and the doctor comes in and I have to say her composure. She's like, ooh, you don't want to eat those. Oh my That's God. That's not good. The, it, was so, it was her finest act. It, it will make you sick. She was like crazy at the beginning, and now yes. she's like totally compassionate yes. and calm and rational. And then, well, you know, no, no good deed goes on. No unturned. good deed. So he's like, he seems like he's like, oh, you're right. What am I doing? And they get up and they start walking out. And then he like looks at her and he's got like that predator vision when the pineal gland is poking out. Right. He sees the, the pink, uh, sweet, sweet brain. He sees the brain. <laughs> And he jumps on her and I guess sucks her eyeball out. It was like when you get a coconut and you bust through one of the eyes and you can suck the milk out. It was because like, I was like, what is he doing exactly? It isn't until later he attacks like a EMT, like ambulance driver. And you see that the guy's eyeball has been sucked out. It's like yes, hanging he's... on his cheek. 
like it's Lucio like Fulci. Juice packs. It's, it's like the juice packs where you you squeeze it, and it pops. Yes, it, this is again. This is not something that's been established earlier in the movie. It's just suddenly he's on. He's going after brains. He's like, I got to get those brains, and I'm going through again, your eyeball to do it. In the, the parallel universe, where were they getting all these brains? Who, who knows? There is no rhyme or reason, but it, it's kind of funny that that way, where you're like, what? what What's it, that? Right. <laughs> What's that? I, I mean, frankly, and I'm t- it sounds, this is gruesome and horrific. Really, you don't see much. You see like one no. eyeball. I mean, it is what it's it a, is. It's a lot of off camera. It's a lot of off camera. And frankly, it doesn't seem like he was very successful getting any brains. Like he just sucked out your eyeball, it gets on your cheek, and he's like, "Well, I guess I'm done. I'm done here. Good time. Moving on." We, it's true. We did not see any hollow heads. There's no hollow heads. It's very sad. <laughs> oh, sweet oh Jesus. it was so gross when the pineal gland was originally burrowing out of his head. That was, it was gross. Like swelling. Yes. What was that other movie we saw where every where everybody had like the lesions that would that would throb and eventually disgusting things would come out? Philadelphia. Shut up. Thank you. Um, <sighs> no. The, the, the truly unsettling thing is what you're talking about, where they'd zoom in on his forehead and you'd see like a little sore and you'd see the little pineal gland kind of poking out just a little bit, kind of moving around underneath yes. the, that was, that was a little cringeworthy. I was like, I think sometimes it was like 12 inches long, but like thin and it was dancing around during fights. Oh my God. I yes. don't even know. Was there somebody running behind them with that thing on a fishing line and a stick making it move? Could be. I mean, it was not CGI. It, no, it was basically marionette work. Is what we're thinking. There was somebody with like one of those little pla- uh, wooden cross things with the strings hanging down. That's what somebody... I said. Like some fishing line on a stick. I'm agreeing with you. Um, <laughs> and again, Crawford, I think he murders like two or three people in the hospital. This guy weighs 98 pounds soaking wet. Yeah. I don't know who yeah. he's you know overpowering in this scenario, but it's neither here nor there. Um, multiple times. They turn on the machine, and now creepy Dr. Pretorius is back as kind of a, a mutant version of himself. Yes, and um, he keeps getting more blobby and disgusting. And then at one point, doesn't he have like a giant penis with, with a hand on the end? Yes. There's a lot of weird <laughs> slimy imagery that pops up. And I kept thinking, it's like, because they're like reaching for the off switch, which is on the device. I'm like, couldn't they have the off switch, like, I don't know, in another room? Or, you know, well, 10 feet away. Half the time they were in front of it and they would just not turn it on. Yes. They, they see the creatures. Why not just turn it off? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Let's have a long discussion with a blobby dude who used to be alive who's clearly insane. Yeah. Oh, no question. No question. I have to. I also have to make a point that there's, there's definitely a Me Too moment in this movie. Where crispy old Crawford is laying on like a cot in the sex room, which is where he sleeps, evidently. Did you notice that? I'm not sleeping in there. I need some Lysol before I even go anywhere near that room. Um, So he's laying on the cot unconscious because he's been attacked by some extra dimensional monster. And Dr. Catherine, now wearing her leathers, just starts mounting him. He's unconscious. I'm not sure that's a me too. It, 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 he did not give consent. 
Oh, I thought you meant like this was some kind of her revenge as a as a symbol of the Me Too movement. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. Well, exactly. I, I think uh, she may not be in her right mind with the possession. So, you saying it's acceptable if you get like say drunk? possessed? If you're no, drinking too much, then you can just do no. what you want. Interesting. Okay. But no, but if you are in fact possessed by something from another dimension, we might have some leeway. She's not possessed. She just has an overstimulated pineal gland. That's all I have to say on that. All right. So you figure that's the same. It's the exact same. A couple same. of scotches. It's the exact same <laughs> thing, damn it. Later in the movie, uh, suddenly, like, bees come out of the, the weird dimension. I, I think they're bees. I have no idea. It's a swarm of some sort of in- insects attack. And they seem to be attacking Crawford and Catherine, I swear to God, for 10 minutes. And they get a few scratches. When they turn on Bubba, it is literally four seconds. And he's just like, bones. I'm like, what is up? Poor Bubba. I don't appreciate that. Because the weird thing is when he shined the flashlight on them, the bees moved away. But when the flashlight shined on him, the bees all swarmed at him. Right. What is- and you forgot to talk about the part where he was in the basement in a speedo. And yes. The speedo got wet, and you could see everything that God gifted him with. And he was gifted. And the water was cold. <laughs> the water was cold. It was evident. Yes. For yes. During an, like Doctor Catherine goes up and turns on the machine while everybody's asleep, <laughs> and it's it's poor old Crawford and Bubba have to go down to the basement and try to shut it off. There's some giant sandworm in there that they have to contend with. But you're right. Bubba is wearing like bright red bikini underwear, dancing around down there. I, what is happening? What is happening? I don't know what's going Poor on. Poor Bubba. With that. Rest in peace, Bubba. He couldn't have been happy when he saw that. <laughs> I don't doubt it. Oh, sweet Lord. Um, oh, we can talk about uh, after Bubba was attacked by the bees, he looked like melted crayon. I think that was the special effect. Well, it was that thing where it's like, it's his head. Like clearly is his, his real body's <laughs> hidden under the ground and there's like a weird like mannequin skeleton that they put <laughs> some ketchup on. Exactly. Yeah. Very it upsetting. all looked like melted crayons. It's like everything was uh red gel light, blue gel light, melted crayons. That was our budget. Anything you can get at the Dollar Tree, that's what we're going for. That's right. <laughs> Later in the movie, now they think Dr. Catherine's nuts, uh, because Bubba's now dead. Uh, and they're all back at the psycho ward. And the evil Dr. Block is literally like, you know what? Take her to the electroshock room. <laughs> really? She just got admitted. Maybe do She's some diagnosis. Too uppity. Don't you know women hate each other? We're always trying to pull each other down. I mean, she's basically a nurse ratchet, where it's like, I, we're just cut, cutting right to the chase, right to the <laughs> electroshock room. You gave me some attitude. How about a shock for you then, pal? Yeah, it's exactly. like one floor of the cuckoo's nest. I'm going to learn you good. That's what it was. Even the, the random nurse like, doctor, what are you doing? She just got here. I was you, That's my way. order. It's against hospital policy. That's my, yeah, you, you go like, I'm, I'm calling the, the, the people above you. I know, exactly. Like, I was like, just I'm following gonna, orders. I'm going I'm to lose my nursing license because you're a kook? <laughs> right. A because she gave you some sass. It's time for electroshocks, is what you're exactly. trying to tell me. Oh, 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 oh. Very upsetting. Um, 
there was one scene later in the movie, they decide to blow up the device. And I kept wondering, where did they get a bomb? They just kind of yada yada the, the uh, you know, I have a bomb now. They still haven't just gone to the machine and turned the switch. They tried to pull it from the basement, but it reconnected. They tried to hit it with an axe, but it reconnected. Yes. But no one actually went up to the effing machine and pulled the switch. It's very Instead, upsetting. They spray fire extinguisher foam on it. That's all it that takes. It? That's all it takes. How about you take that axe and smash the glass? Hello. Right. Well, it, you sprayed it with the fire extinguisher. It seemed like to shut it off, you go get the axe right then and there and finish it off. If you have any respite where it's not, you know, being attacked by creatures from the beyond, you got to take care of it. Because literally he did earlier in the movie, he did hit it with an axe and wreck it after uh, Dr. Praetorius got his head bitten off, off camera. Yeah. So who the hell knows? It's very upsetting. Do you have anything else? It seems else? like the weird blah with glass bowl might be a special order. Right. Yeah, I got something else. Please. Always with the licking. The, the creepy monster always wants to lick the girl in the face. Yes, that's how they do it. Is there something, which is so creepy, but there, as with life, there is no equivalent. You know, if you look at guys' face, whatever, guys are always doing disgusting things <laughs> to each other. So they deserve There's it? Like no equivalent. They're asking for it? Is that what you're saying? I'm just saying there is no equivalent. They're always licking the girls, and it's so disgusting. And they, they're coming at you with the long fingers. <laughs> and there's nothing you can do to a guy that is the equivalent. That is, the only that thing that scares men is butt rape, and that's it. Anything else, they're already doing to each other. That's okay. Sweet <laughs> Jesus. Men, as teenagers, will hold each other down and loogie in each other's faces. It, so there is nothing you can do to a guy. It's it's not things that we enjoy. It's not like, oh, thank God he loogied in my mouth. G- generations of men have loogied on each other. Yeah, so those are called bullies. Those are yes. called, that's not called, like, that's not consensual. Newsflash. Well, I mean, newsflash, I I don't ever remember being held down by another girl trying to loogie in my mouth. There's a lot of prison movies, women in prison movies, where it deals with just that. Made by men. Yes. Yes. We we appreciate that. And then they didn't want to get raped, but then they got into it. What? We need need to move on. Women in prison movies always were. Oh, I see. Yes, that is true. Le- that is lesbians true. are always hot because you know they're not really lesbians. It's all for your entertainment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I got some more stuff. Me. I mean, of course, there's just things that make no sense. So the basement is filled with water. So you're going to go up to the breaker with <laughs> giant, like uh, I don't know, lo- looks like power lines to to power a city of Los Angeles. That's correct. And I'm going to swim up. Right, grab the grab the power lines in the water. Good move. Good thinking. Exactly. Uh, uh, there's so many. Uh, the, I, I just want to keep calling it the pineal. What is it? The the pe- pe- it's pineal <laughs> gland. The pineal gland. Because it's shaped like a pine cone. Pine. Except it's not shaped like a pine. Well, the real cone. thing it is, is the real thing is not this weird thing. I don't know what that is. I all I can tell you is this weird thing, and what it looks like is one of those deep sea fish that have the lamp yes that comes out of its forehead. Angler fish. The angler. It's yes. what it looks like is the angler fish, but in this it behaves more like the 
penis gland <laughs> because sometimes when it's disappointed, it'll go limp. And you or never it'll see... crawl back into a hole. And you and never see it go limp. And when it's agitated, it starts bouncing around. That is true, though. That is that, that is what happens. Uh, <laughs> shall we? Shall we? And talk? they just made that hole look like a puckered butt. By the end, I was like, "Is that freaking hair?" There's no. Then okay. I realized it's no. A, it's a pucker. It's it, a pucker. Oh God, it's it's a sphincter. It is a is pee hole. Yes, it is a pure sphincter. Is what it eventually turns into. And my final comment, please. The masturbating out music what the whole end credit soundtrack is the sound of someone masturbating we start oh god the show with someone masturbating wait, wait, no. in the prison cell oh, we and do. we yeah, end true. the music we end with music where it's all the way we're describing this i can't know i don't know how anybody would want to watch it after we've described it in such nauseating detail this is not that kind of movie, guys. This is fairly tame. It's not all. It's fairly tame, but it's so peculiar. It's very peculiar. And campy yes. and low budget. It's low budget. This is not Saw. That is correct. This is weird and campy. Yes. And, and, and the acting is so terrible that it is amusing. Not because they were trying to be amusing. That's what makes it oh. amusing. Oh, very sad. Tell the truth. These people were not playing for laughs. No, no I think, that I, well, I mean, there were, there were things that were meant to be campy, I think. But I, I think the performances were meant to be serious. Absolutely. And that's, that's why it's so Oh, very sad. Um, yeah. Are you ready for behind the scenes? Uh, only if you promise to go back and listen to the uh, the uh, exit <laughs> credit music, and then you you can call and apologize for for that. Yeah, uh, I, uh, I don't even want and to say I about that. And I had to pay three ninety nine to rent. That this. seems like a drop in the well for this masterpiece. This is a masterpiece. It is the Citizen Kane of his genre. That is true. Um, <laughs> okay, behind the scenes, Doctor Praetorius. That character is named after uh, the evil doctor in Bride of Frankenstein. Oh, not not Oscar Pretorius, who was also a monster? <laughs> it was not named after Oscar Pretorius. South African Olympian, <laughs> Paralympian, Oscar Pretorius. Uh, no. Uh, in the story from beyond, the mad scientist's name is Crawford Tillinghast. That's the what that's the mad scientist. I think like the the narrator had like a more normal sounding name. It was like Dave or something. Uh, <laughs> so there you have it. Um, Barbara Crampton kept the leather dominatrix outfit and sold it in the in a yard sale. There you go. <laughs> oh, she should have held on to that. That that you just gotta wait a little bit longer. <laughs> we gotta pay them bills. Man, that, that would be in the Museum of Camp right Somebody now. was smelling the glove. She said, half off. Smell the glove. That's where they got the Spinal Tap album, I'm sure. Uh, like we said, this is uh, based upon an H.P. Lovecraft story. That was only seven would pages Would you say long. it's loosely based? Uh, I would say based? very loosely based. Because it's seven pages, for God's sake. <laughs> um, Dr. Block, the evil psychiatrist, is named after Robert Block. Not H&R Block? Not H&R Block is the guy who wrote the novel Psycho. There you go. Why is, why is this doctor named after that? I well, there know. was, I told you. 
Because I told you there was a Norman Bates vibe. Well, there you have it. Um, let's see. I'm hearing an I'm hearing an echo. I'm hearing my voice echoed later. I'm not hearing that. So I don't know what to say to you. Um, okay. the the address right. of the house is six 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 Benevolent Street. I don't know why that's important. I thought you were well. It is six six six, but I thought you were going to say Mockingbird 13, Lane. 13, Mockingbird Lane. Uh, <laughs> there was a an uh, opening scene where Doctor Praetorius hammers a nail through an unwilling female's tongue, and they decided let's not have that in the movie. So they removed it. That's that's a little that's too much. Too much. That's a br- wiener fingers good. That is true. Um, An interviewer asked Barbara Crampton if any of her children had seen this movie. And I guess um, her 13-year-old daughter and 14-year-old son, like, heard about it from their friends at school. Your mom's naked in this movie. I saw your mommy's boobie and her boobie. Yeah, it was basically, like, she was not telling her kids about it until they came home from school talking about it. And then she's like, well, I guess I should tell you all about my horror stuff. Uh, The Most of the main cast and the writer, director, producers previously had done a movie that you may be familiar with. Reanimator. Reanimator. This is better. I I, I love Reanimator, though. I love Reanimator. I think the story is better in Reanimator, but this has got such off the wall bizarro stuff that you can't help but enjoy it. Yeah, um, yeah. Studio executives did not want to cast Barbara Crampton as a psychiatrist. They thought she was too young to be believable. She did look really strange with her friend yeah. Braid at the beginning. Plus, plus that rough acting. Rough. Um, let's see. Honestly, I can't believe she wasn't. She really was born. Maybe, maybe it was uh, a different. They thing. had a hard time getting an R rating in this movie. Like they want, like the uh, MPAA wanted to give them an X. Which, oh, but that's it's, fascinating. Times are well, different because huh? it really is. It's I guess it's themes, adult themes, perhaps. But it isn't like you keep saying porn, but it's not really that explicit in any stretch. You see her boobs once, I think. But that's about it. No, no, I mean her acting skill. P- Pornorific. level. Good times. Uh, where they filmed this, the uh, production company had bought a castle in Italy. And they kept using it for all their movies, including this one. Like, they just kept... That was thing, is this castle. They threw up some don't tread on me and called it even, I guess. I just want to tell you, I googled Barbara Crampton and I put porn, and all I see is Barbara Crampton nude, Barbara Crampton sex scenes, Barbara. Well, she's she was naked in a boom, 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 boom. This is true. So you think it's you think that's one of those things like Pornhub is is showing it up? Do you think it's where they splice just the naked things and and put that on a reel together? Is what it is. She's the she ain't that explicit, truly. Although there is that scene in in the reanimator where a headless body tries to perform oral so good times this is not a kid's podcast clearly by the way since we're going down this road oh you're right because i went to x-rated videos and it's all scenes from reanimator from Um, let's see director stewart stewart gordon shot this film and dolls at the same time do you remember dolls 
Of course. Do I remember Dolls? Dolls is one of the greatest movies. Um, I think that's about it. That's all we need. Oh, the the production ran out of money before the effects of the finale could be finished, which is why they're just gross and strange, but not particularly compelling. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, yeah, I'm not sure how she got from a room uh, in the second story in two seconds out all the way to the street when the house blew just up. Just blew so out the window, fast I guess. Yeah, um, trust me. What else? Uh, this is one of two adaptations of From Beyond. There's a second movie that came out about eight years ago called Banshee Chapter, which I guess has similar themes. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I can't answer that. Well, there was something that said uh, From Beyond 2017, so I don't know. Did they remake this? Could be. It could be just another movie about From Beyond. I don't know. Good times. Uh, All I'm, right. not, I'm not doing any research. <laughs> uh, let's go to the cast. We've talked about it briefly. Crawford Tillinghast uh, was played by Jeffrey Combs. You know him as Herbert West, reanimator. Yes. Uh, he was also in the like the multiple sequels to Reanimator. I believe he also played multiple characters on Star Trek: The Next Generation. But I'm not going to do that research. Yeah, what? yep. He's a he's a very well respected actor. All right. Oh, from Beyond the TV, it was a TV series, and it was like an anthology. Like not the same. So not thing. The same. Very upsetting. Uh, then we got uh, Barbara Crampton played Dr. Catherine McMichaels. Uh, she, we've done a few of her movies. She was in Your Next, one of our earliest things. She was obviously yeah. in uh, Reanimator. She was in Body Double. Um, and I believe she was on like Young and the Restless in the 90s. Fun. She was also in Castle Freak. The Y and the yeah, R. Yeah, good times. Oh my God. Uh, she's fed. We talked about Fantastic. We know him uh, from, as Peter from Dawn of the Dead. He was also in, he does a lot of uh, uh, Rob Zombie movies. He did like uh, how, his ver- Rob Zombie's Halloween. He did Lords of Salem, Devil's Rejects, things like that. He's still acting. He's hardest working, man. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a big fan I, I'm of not Rob Zombie. I'm not either. We went, and saw, uh, went to that Fangoria convention a thousand years ago, if you remember. I went only to see Karen Black, and I was not going to sit on that big old line. So I, I saw her. We sat through and watched enough. the um, House of a Thousand Corpses uh, press conference or whatever it was. You and I were there with Rob yeah, Zombie, yeah. and then I went home and watched yeah. it, and I'm like, this is the worst piece of crap I've ever seen. <laughs> it is uh, rough. Oh, oh, yes. We won't. Oh yes, and be up there. Who love him? Who, who love him? Love this shit. Not I said the fly. Love it. Um, let's Nine. talk about our rating. Uh, From Beyond has seventy six percent fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Seventeen That's reviews. So <laughs> and they and they were like horror review, Fangoria. It's, not it's, it's New York Times. Any any time. What did Let me look at top critics. Say. Any any top critics up in this? Uh, Roger Ebert. Uh, what did you... No, he gave it two point five out of four. That's considered rotten. So very upsetting. Uh, <laughs> what what review would you give it? All right, so I am going to give it uh, four oh, out man. of five. 
sphincter penal <laughs> glands getting chewed off by Barbara Crampton. Uh, I'm going to give it, I'll say, four out of six slimy, hairy shoulders. How about that? Good times. Uh, I, I enjoy it, obviously. I, I give it uh, top marks, but it's it's not like a good movie by any stretch of the imagination, but it's not a good movie, but is a good movie. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> good Lord. So you recommend it. It's just, I recommend it. It's entertaining. It's campy. It's silly. It's nonsense. It's, it's pineal. That's what you're saying. It's, it, it's pi- it will stimulate your pineal. Which is a brain. real thing in your brain, by the way. Now, now, anytime if I get any forehead zits, that, I, I that's what's, what's happening. happening. So <laughs> there you have it. Go to our page on Facebook at the podcast that wouldn't die. Go to our page on Twitter at tpodcast tw die. You may email us at the podcast that wouldn't die at gmail. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc., etc., etc. And Aaron, you are also on social media. The Cult of Aaron. Join the cult. I am on the Twitski and the Insta. So thank you very much and be well. Live long and prosper. <laughs>